0: yourselves. Who first? Who first? (laughs) Well, it looks like it's gonna
1: be you, Gary. Oh, it's me first. Yes. Uh, Hi, I'm Gary. Um, I'm from the podcast Kid Nation Nation, in which we talk about the TV show Kid Nation. Um, I love Paper Mario so much, and I'm very excited to be here.
0: Yeah, thank you for coming on the show. I've been wanting to talk about this series for a long time, and once I brought it up to you, you brought you mentioned that our other guest was also really into uh, the series. So uh, oh, yeah. please welcome to the show. Is it do you prefer Tyler or TJ? Because I've seen it both. Either works. I think it's hilarious because um,
2: before podcasting, I only used TJ when I was playing baseball. Or in theater school <laughs> so when uh Michael who's a co-host of ours on Kid Nation Nation referred to me as TJ before, um, on the show it was kind of jarring but then I realized I used TJ on all my social media handles for yeah. some reason yep. so either works um, I go by Tyler normally in my day to day so
0: I think I'm gonna stick with Tyler just because that's how I know you as and it just cool. seems it just feels right to me it's for Tyler sure. <laughs> it's, it's Tyler
2: it's Tyler. Tyler. It's me, Tyler. Uh, but uh, if you want to follow me on socials, it's at TJ Mick. Um, <laughs> oh. Uh I also love Paper Mario. Um, actually, Paper Mario is my dad. My full name is Paper Tyler. Um, <laughs> I'm also on, on Kid Nation Nation with Gary as well as Radish, um, another podcast
0: that's uh, just
2: buck wild. Yeah,
0: um, definitely uh, two of my favorite shows as of late. Um, we'll definitely oh. talk about uh more of those towards the end for sure but i want to cool. talk about i want to talk about some video games y'all I mm, talk about yeah. paper mario so for those who have maybe lived under a rock uh who don't know what paper mario is it is a uh it started out as a rpg series uh in the early aughts around 2000 2001 on the nintendo 64 uh some would consider it a successor to the um super mario rpg legend of the seven stars for super nintendo they kind of take the the same premise of uh it being sort of like a uh, standard rpg type game except for there's action commands um within the game and my sort of experience with with paper mario how i even found out about it as as a kid was i saw a commercial for it on tv um before that i didn't even know it it existed um and so that's how I got into the series and for a long time I didn't even own the game I would go to uh video stores uh and just rent the game over and over and I don't even know how many times I've played the original at this point it's just one of my all-time favorite games and it's become one of my all-time favorite series as a whole and I just I love it um but I wanted to ask you guys um oh we can start with Gary first what what has been sort of your experience with the uh the Paper Mario series uh, well,
1: first of all, uh, the, when you just said that you used to rent it over and over and over, I really, I, I really—that brought me back immediately because God, I wish I could still do that mm-hmm. <laughs> with, uh, with games because for a long time that was like the best way to find out. Oh, is this game any good? And yeah. chances are, if it was for the N sixty four, like, oh yeah, this game is great. I'm going to keep renting <laughs> it and then eventually convince my parents to buy it for me at some point. But, um.
2: Follow-up question before you get into it, Gary, uh, because I have a follow-up question for Bran about the renting of Paper Mario. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this is on the N64, obviously way before memory cards. Well, I guess not way before GameCube introduced it in Nintendo World. Um, So all of the memory was stored on the N64 Mm -hmm. cartridge. So did you play all the way through it and then go and return it? Did you go and, like, re-rent it out the same cartridge? Or did you just start from scratch or just start wherever the last guy left
0: off? (laughs) So, I – it depended on, like, the time frame I had it for. So, Mm -hmm. like, if I was with my mom that weekend, we would go to uh, this place called Premiere Video. And um, I would rent it for the weekend and just get through it as much as I possibly could. And then Mm -hmm. I'd have to return it. And then obviously, you know, I would go back and try to get the same cartridge, but obviously, like they're not. Oh the yeah, same cartridge. i need even uh, think about that. And so, if I didn't, I'd have to start fresh and start all over, which wasn't the end of the world because I, I, I loved it. Not. I love the game. Yeah, so that's much. the thing, right? It's a fun yeah. game. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But what, what about you guys? As far as like renting, how was what was your process like? Uh, well, I, I actually, you know, in, uh, I, I sort
1: of in a way I misspoke because I did that with a lot of other N64 games. I never did it with Paper Mario, though. Um, But um, I remember buying it used because, you know, I think the first time I heard about Paper Mario was um, probably an in Nintendo power, I think. Really? Yeah, I remember the the or it might have even been in a comic book i don't know i don't remember but it was the ad where it had the out it had a picture of paper mario on it and it had those sort of um like a cut out here lines mm-hmm. around him yeah. so you could cut him out i remember yeah i remember that now yeah and i think that's prop. that's like my first memory of the game and then i was like this looks cute as hell i want it because i was super into cute games um always you know i was i was yeah. super into kirby and like Kirby 64. Honestly, that was a big game for me. So, and I love Mario. I, I, I was crazy for the guy. So, <laughs> but, um, I don't think I really knew, um, you know, what an RPG was at that point. Cause I think I first played the first game maybe when I was, I don't know, like nine or 10 years old, probably. Yeah. But, um, I guess, but I, uh, let, let me put it this way: I grew up playing Pokemon, but I also didn't know Pokemon was an RPG. I just thought yes. like this is just Pokemon. 100%. It's, yeah. yeah it's, so I was like, oh, it's like Pokemon, uh, turn based. I get this. But um, I don't want to. I don't want to take up too much time talking about myself. What was um, <laughs> <laughs> this episode is now a Gary history.
2: Why don't we just continue on from this? this is point? About, um, <laughs> welcome
0: to New Nintendo Gary. <laughs> <laughs> um, about Gary. Uh, what was your
1: process like, Tyler? Did you rent it?
2: Uh, you know, it's weird that you you guys like remember even like when you first found out about the game before you had it. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I can't remember the procurement of Paper Mario. It had just right. always been there. But uh, my my experience is, is very similar to yours, Gary. It, it's you know I played a lot of Pokemon as a kid. Like that's one of my first few video games. Yeah. Me um, too. And, of course, I didn't know what RPGs even were at this, that point. So no, it was very no similar to Pokemon. But this game, Paper Mario, I think was the first game as a child that I, like, fully immersed myself in, like, everything about it. The world, oh, yeah, totally. the characters. Um, I mean, we'll get into it, but the partner Goombario in Paper Mario 1, where yeah. y- if you get a speech bubble above someone's head and then use a special ability, he tells you, like three paragraphs about their history. I think I've I have did that for every single character in that game. Yeah, so me too, pretty much. Hell that yeah. That's why it was kind of, you know, a special game uh, to me. And, and like you, Bran, I, I think it's probably my most replayed game as well.
0: Mm. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, I couldn't get enough of it. Like, I really just, um, it was to the point, like, where I know I'd played that game to death for, even from renting it. I still mm-hmm. wanted it. Like, I still, like, I got it for my mm. birthday. Uh, I remember and like I just played the crap out of it even more Um, so I wanted to kind of go into uh, maybe just some of our our favorite things about the the series as a whole and maybe we can touch upon just some of our like favorite stuff from each each game Um, Uh so we'll kind of go let's go into the first paper Mario game cuz that's the one that's kind of fresh in my mind right now for some reason Uh, so what were you, some of your guys' favorite things about that game? Even like to this day that you like think back fondly on. You go, Tyler. I okay. First. Um,
2: <laughs> I mean, I mean I mean I really you know touched on it before. It's 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 the characters. I mean, I, like it changes every week. Like what my favorite partner was in the game. Yeah, you I mean, know they they just all had their own distinctive personalities um obviously you know i love the turn-based strategy i loved the action commands i think that was like the first time i really grasped like you know having to hit a right before you hit something well yeah. you know it's make so it... good <laughs> yeah i mean it's, it's very so satisfying yeah. and um yeah i mean it's just the world and i mean of course they had a lot of great IP and characters to draw from, but I feel yes. like Paper Mario took it just to a whole other level. And, and, yeah. and one and two with just the lore and the characters mm-hmm. that it introduced, and also the characters that it fleshed out, like Luigi. This was the first time I like <laughs> really knew who Luigi was, just like this yeah. ding, ding yeah. bat brother to Mario. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know, Peach is a badass. She's not just a just a princess that needs saving every time and and Bowser is evil, but he's also human, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's just it, I mean, I could go on and on and on about how, everything that I love about Paper Mario and I guess that's what we're doing on this show. Yeah. but um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, th- probably the lore and the character
1: development and all that fun stuff for me. yeah.
0: Yeah. What about What about you, Gary? What's uh What sort of get your yeah. gears going? I
1: mean, I mean, Tyler described it pretty perfectly. I mean, mm-hmm. the thing about um the Paper Mario games. I mean, at least the ones I've played and the ones that you know are commonly regarded as the best in the series are like the true um the true Paper yeah. Mario games. I mean, we'll get into that, but yeah. um, but yeah, no the the writing is always so it's it's some of the best writing in games mm-hmm. I've seen because it feels, it never feels like, I think a lot of uh, games, sometimes when you're a kid, you, you know, if a game is for kids, because a lot of people say that this is supposed to be like baby's first RPG. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah. this the game never uh, acts like it's a game for little kids or anything. Mm-hmm. It really taught, it, it's like how when an adult, when you were a kid, an adult would talk to you like you're a a, a person and not a kid yeah If that makes sense oh absolutely the, the game is very it's just really re- well written it's funny uh it the the personality that you get from every character is just mm. unbelievable like and i think what was so cool about um paper mario uh you know as a series is that their writing style always you know like what tyler said about the characters it took these characters that you never really got any information about or, you know, got their thoughts on certain things because you just played as them. I mean, I, I, the first game I ever played was like OG Mario on, yeah. on NES when I was three years old. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I played a ton of 64. I was obsessed with Mario 64. But you never got, like, characterization was never really the main aspect of what no, Nintendo was, all... was trying to do with that series. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was all a- about, it. Mario, jump, jump, feel good, yeah. you know? So, <laughs> so the fact that, you know, like Tyler said, you learn more about Peach's personality. Like, everybody had a personality mm-hmm. that was so fitting. Uh, Bowser was, you know, he was kind of the villain where he's kind of being evil just for the sake of being evil, but he's not really all that smart or conniving. He's yeah. kind of just like, oh, I'm the villain, I do this, I <laughs> gotta get Peach, and... You read his diary, and it just, it, <laughs> the writing right. is just unbelievable. I yeah. mean, I went, I started, um, like, I played the first Paper Mario first, and then I, I would say, like, I love that game very, very much, but I think I really fell in love with the whole series mm-hmm. and just Paper Mario as a concept with Thousand Year Door. Oh, absolutely. Which, I, it, it has one of the most fleshed-out worlds for sure it's it's Mm -hmm. the, the theming is just so next level and you know it it really does feel like a real world because they take all these uh you know characters that we've seen in regular mario games like toad and goombas and who are normally well the goombas at least are normally enemies but you know the first uh town in paper mario is just a little village with goombas who are non-violent and yeah you know Super helpful. <laughs> yeah it, it's it's it, it what was always interesting to me was like oh so they're not just a completely evil cr- like race of creatures yeah they're, ju- they're just like people you know there are some evil people and then there's ones that are just you know just doing just their own it. thing living their life and it uh I don't know it just it 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 hits a certain way that just feels so so nice because it takes these familiar characters that you uh grew up playing with, and all of a sudden they have these interesting backstories and witty dialogue and like oh oh my god it it's so it's so <laughs> yeah good. Uh, it's so
0: good the the writing in and especially the first two are just it's so fucking top notch yeah is like, it really it, is. <laughs> Um, I don't know the way that they like you guys said the way they flesh out the characters and just how the the entire world building, um, especially in Thousand Year Door. What I really love yeah. about that game a lot is they they take you to a, a completely different locale. You know, Rogue Port, and it's a completely it's not the Mushroom Kingdom. Like you're in a completely new area. Yeah, all these new characters and um just really kind of expand upon the formula of the first paper mario game and yeah just really knock it out of the park uh never mind the fact that the game both games like if you go back and look at them they look beautiful there yeah they look
1: they look unbelievably good
0: yeah um they have not aged bad at all um in my opinion i think they still look really fantastic the music in both of them um incredible yeah uh often paper, paper mario is the best looking n64 game oh out of all of them it, for, it's the best for sure. looking one <laughs> i think it's definitely the one that has a of all n64 games it's it's one that has aged probably the best it's amazing um, yeah well it's, it's uh, what,
2: what they're working with it's all mm-hmm, 2d yeah. you know uh yeah. we I, didn't I even like, talk about the art style <laughs> right i mean it's it's no no question that Nintendo's always been behind the curb, mm-hmm. um, with you know game systems on just like quality graphics. Yeah. Uh, but what Nintendo does best is it plays to its strengths within those graphics. You Absolutely. know. Absolutely. Uh, and um, I think they played to their strengths on the whole quote unquote paper side a little bit later in the series. If, if yeah. We're, uh, I'm sure we'll get there. But yep. of course, on the N64 and the GameCube, it's like. If your character is literally a 2D, you know, just, like, walking piece of paper, super easy, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and that's the thing, too, that I, I really enjoy, especially about the first two, is, like, yeah, they, the paper aesthetic is kind of there, it, but it's mm-hmm. mainly with the characters. It's not so much with the backgrounds and stuff. And no. I feel like they don't lean on that as heavily as they do with, with the other games, but uh, we'll, yeah, we'll they, get the, into f- that. The first two games do it in
1: such a classy way that mm-hmm. it doesn't... Um, it just doesn't, you know, shove the aesthetic in your face constantly to be like, see, look how, look how, look how interesting this is. Get it? It's paper. Get it? Yeah. They really I mean, don't the do that. It's in the name.
0: Yeah. So let's, no need to be all in your face about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, But I, so the basic like story of the, of both, especially the first two games are, you know, uh princess gets captured um there are seven sort of like either like star spirits or like these stars that you have to get for some reason um to stop the the mm-hmm. big bad um in paper mario 1 it's the it's bowser and then in paper mario 2 it's the uh leader of the exots <laughs> uh except for there's other <laughs> only, other only- people <laughs> with foul play but there's <laughs> like they really expand upon that and i really like that they didn't kind of go with bowser again as the main story uh, story villain i thought i like that they how they kind of sidelined him um, yeah oh my god but it's, I, it's amazing I, mm-hmm. I still really love how they also did something super interesting with bowser uh with the sort of like the kind of call back to the classic like side-scrolling mario levels where mm-hmm. you're bowser and you get the pieces of meat and you're able to uh <laughs> you know make bowser grow bigger and uh, just ah, oh, it's so it's so good guys. It's, it's so, so good, good. It, it's, it. it's great because in the first game is
1: all about like all right obviously bowser's behind this and mm-hmm. you gotta go get bowser and save peach and that's all great but in thousand year door it's constantly about bowser being left behind being like one step behind Everyone else mm-hmm, yes. trying to like, he keeps trying and failing, and it's just it becomes like it becomes like a like a vaudeville act between <laughs> him and Cammy Koopa, always trying to get the crystal stars, and they end up being too late. Mario's already been here, and Bowser's just like, man, I'm, I, I, I used to be so much better at this. It's so funny, <laughs> I, and, and and it gets to the point where you find out like, oh yeah, it's not Bowser. Or the, the X-Nauts that are, you know, the, the real bad. threat. It's a yeah. demon. <laughs> like, okay. Great. Yeah, and it,
0: it's, yeah, but you don't find that out till, like, almost till the very end of the game. And it's yeah. like uh, it's it's like Vivian's sisters are kind of the ones who are really pulling the strings, and it's not so much right. uh, the leader of the X-Nauts. Although I think he my theory is he knew what, what was going to happen or at least was trying Ooh. to make it happen. Um Intense. but um yeah, especially paper I I think so here's my thing. Paper Mario 64 is my my favorite of the series, but I mm-hmm. think that Thousand-Year Door is a better game. Mm-hmm. So, I w- I'm 100% I concede, with you on that. Yeah, I yeah. I will concede that that Thousand-Year Door really just takes what's not broken about paper mario and like improves it in such a big way uh the mechanics are so much like tighter and better the action commands i love like in in battle and paper mario thousand year door like now you can actually damage the uh enemies instead of just like guarding um you can still like you yeah. know pull your hat down and um take less damage but now you can actually counter them and hit them back with damage by oh, pressing the b it's button it's so
2: good
1: yeah
0: it's so good
2: and if i may say yeah. We haven't touched on this yet. My absolute favorite part of this game is the tournament
1: arc. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Oh, it's so it's so yeah. good. Like,
1: let me um. Here here's my thing. As far okay. as um, you both said Paper Mario sixty four. That's your favorite. Yes. 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 All right. Yes. See, I I think I I love the original, but I think I just love Thousand Year Door so much that it can't help but be my favorite. Because oh, absolutely. It, the way I I I would gauge it is that there are less chapters in 1000 Year Door that make me want uh, <laughs> to die compared to the the um the first game. I mean um, What chapters so, though? So yeah, cuz
0: uh, so, Tyler, you brought up <laughs> Tyler, you brought up a really excellent point. You brought up how the the tournament arc in in Paper Mario 1000 Year Door is one of your favorite ones, which I think is a really good one. I love how oh, yeah, it really change... Um, they change the the arc up to where you're just doing these battles inside an arena instead of like going from one end to the next and yeah meeting the boss kind of at the end of the the tunnel it's like it's it the whole setup is completely different but i mean you become a damn wrestler yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah. named the great
2: gonzalez it's so funny and you actually come up against a villain that's unbeatable like that blew my mind i was Mm -hmm. like hold on a second i losing this battle was something that was supposed to happen Yes. and that, that blew my child mind but uh but yeah I, that was that was probably my favorite from thousand year door for sure oh yeah mm. it's
1: it's it's amazing uh the the chapters from um 64 I mean i'm not, I'm not trying to say bad shit about the game because I, no, 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 no. I love it I, so much. no I think it, but,
0: I think it's interesting to we I mean we love these games but it's there's nothing wrong with like kind of looking at right. them with a critical eye yeah. so so yeah, I'll, go I'll for say
1: it. I'll say for the first game I think um my favorite chapters uh the standouts are tuba blubba that's, which is chapter three yes which lady, is just amazing bow or Bo, yep. Bo, and um probably lava lava land because of um what's his name uh uh the koopa what's his name uh Caricari? colorado oh colorado, no, colorado. yeah yeah like so hello old bean let's go on an <laughs> adventure what what and he just gets his ass ki- kicked like constantly mm-hmm. yes very funny. Very comical. But um, the chapters that I don't care so much for would be like um, uh, the Yoshi chapter. Catching all the Yoshis is kind of a pain. And,
0: That's Lava Lava um, Island?
1: Wait, is that Lava Lava Island? Yeah. Oh, I'm full
0: of shit. Never mind. <laughs> okay. Um, are you talking about um, the desert? like where colorado's in the desert it's the no it's...
1: no no i just I, i'm just have i'm not remembering correctly but i will say that i hate flower fields that i'm 100 percent sure of. oh man <laughs> flower fields I... is
0: like the biggest slog and it's right at the end and it's like i just mm. want to get to the end and it's, i it's i really love rough. the set i love the setting of flower uh flower fields i love yeah those. me too i me love too. the like those bulb guys um, the I, do, I do agree that like it, it's essentially like one big fetch quest after another. It's like you got yeah. the seed, and then you gotta get the thing to water the seeds, and then you, you gotta do this and do that. Yeah, and... it's it's rough. It's a rough time. It was kind of frustrating and confusing as a kid
2: too. Yeah. Um. Even yeah. when I was like into it from beginning to end, but I, yeah. I would agree with
1: you that might be the weakest of the lands in paper. Mario yeah, but one. Thousand Year Door does have its weak points too. Like there's yeah. the whole um, uh. Uh, when you're trying to get the bombs to let you use their cannon to get to the moon yes. and there's that absolutely massive uh uh backtracking quest where you have yeah. to go to like literally every place you've ever been yes. that part sucks shit it's the worst part of the game but <laughs> but what i'm saying is the the chapters that stand out in thousand year door are just i like i, I can't even put them on the same level as the first game just because you know there's the Glitz pit, like we said, where, yeah, because it it brought up so, they, they created so many interesting scenarios that, you know, it wasn't just different areas. Like the glitz pit, you are in this, like, uh, this amateur wrestling league in the city in the sky. And then you have to take this train to this really fancy city and you're sleeping overnight in the train and there's a mystery going on, Mm -hmm. which has, oh yeah. Has cursed me forever with the, <laughs> the 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 huge urge to one day sleep overnight in a train and go yeah. into like it completely <laughs> like fulfills that fantasy for me. Nice, um, and um, I mean just even even chapters that aren't the most fun uh, gameplay wise or can be frustrating like um, the uh, the Bog- the Boggly Woods where that mechanically the punies can get a little difficult to control, but just the atmosphere of that place and the music, yes. like, oh my God, it's
0: it's unbelievable. I love the music from that game so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pa- uh, Paper Mario, Thousand Year Door, especially like the music, like I love the music from the first one, but I think Thousand Year Door also just take, just it's another instance where it really just steps it up and it just, all the sound design and the music in that game, are fucking fantastic i really like the um when you're on the moon and you're in the x not fortress that that song oh it slaps (laughs) oh uh, oh it slaps so it's so it slaps so good that's one of my favorite chapters like once you get past the oh yeah the i think it it really opens itself up once you get on the moon um yeah and that that, and that
1: music completely lets you know like
0: oh shit (laughs) <laughs> now, now it's really going down. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Um. Some of my favorite chapters from the first one. I definitely love with Tubba Blubba. That might be one of my favorites. Oh, it's uh, amazing. I love. I that. love the chapter seven with the you're in the snow village with the penguins and. <gasps> oh the, yeah. It's the murder. It's the another murder, murder mystery. mystery. Yeah. yeah. Um. I love that that chapter that also has great music um some of them like i'm not a huge fan of shy guys toy box i feel like that's a part of the game where i just kind of want to get through it i don't oh yeah that's true maybe that's maybe that's more of what i was thinking of earlier that i don't dislike it by any means but it's 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 kind of a chapter it's like oh man you just went through this really cool like uh haunted woods and like you go to the boo mansion and all this like really cool stuff and then you go to shy guys toy box and it's not I mean, it's fine. It's very, it's very linear. Yeah. <laughs> um, and plus, you have to like go around between like there's like the train that you have to ride, and I, I don't know. Um, and then Thousand Year Door, I think Glitz Pit is probably one of my tops. I love the moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do love the train ride. Um, T- Twilight Town is okay. I like the mm-hmm. setting. I like the locale. That that um, chapter
1: has the like weirdest twist that like Mm -hmm. really confused me as a kid i love that not i'm sorry to cut you off but like no no no,
0: no. i i do love the twist in that chapter and i love what you have to do to like kind of get through it like the process is good i just don't know if that's another kind of chapter that i kind of just want to get through yeah i hear you um it's kind of one of those just like in between chapters i feel um yeah because you know uh, you know you know the twist and you know what's gonna happen and what you got to do to you know Mm -hmm. Uh, but what about
1: uh, Tyler? What are your some of your favorite chapters besides uh, Glitz Pit? Um,
2: one that wasn't mentioned that I fell in love with mostly because I love the partner that you get in it. It's mm-hmm. when you go and visit visit the Koopa Town on the way to the Koopa Fortress in Paper Mario One. Yes, Cooper. Yeah, Cooper. Love yeah. Cooper. Um, yeah. I, I try and keep him with me the whole time if I can. Mm-hmm. Um, Cooper's great. And- and then also, I just... I loved The Fortress. It, it was really kind of my break into of like, okay, this game's gonna be pretty silly at points. Mm-hmm. You know, with, with the multiple yeah. traps in it. And then the bosses being just the the silliest... What are what do they call themselves? Like the Koopa crew or... Yeah, the, the Ninja Turtle Koopas? The Ninja
0: Turtle yeah, Koopas. Big, yeah, it's, what, like what, the, it's like the... What were they on... called? I don't want to... It's not the Koopa Bros, is it? I think
1: it might be the Koopa Bros.
0: Let it, me see. Koopa... Oh... Bro?
1: <laughs> Bros? <laughs> yes.
0: Yes, it is the Koopa Bros. Yeah, w- with yeah. the Goomba King um,
1: and everything. It's very like by the books Mario. Yeah. And then also
2: I I really got a kick out of playing as Peach in Paper Me Mario too. One and getting Ooh, the uh the yes. Parasol that lets you turn into any character that you come up on. Uh, and sneak around Peach's oh, Castle man, while it's so suspended good. up in the sky. Plus, you, mm. you, you, there's like a little cooking thing you do, a little game oh, show thing cooking you is do. Oh, so funny. Uh, you mentioned Bowser's Diary, which was, I always got a kick yeah. out of that as a kid. And, and he, she got little Twink, the, the cutest of the- uh... Little Twink! <laughs> okay, I,
0: I wanted to ask, who's better, Twink or um, uh, the computer that she talks uh, to in your door? Tech is kind of an incel. <laughs> yeah.
2: Tweak kinda is too. Uh yeah. but I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with
1: Twink. Yeah, I like Twink a lot too.
0: I think I like Twink more too just because like he has a little bit of a more personality. I, I will say like He's sweet. The, the story of Twink is definitely more like uplifting because it's also kinda like him about getting stronger. Oh, and like yeah, and becoming a starter. It it's very thing. it's very cute. Yeah. <laughs> Versus uh tech, which is kind of sad oh yeah it's a little it gets a little sad towards oh it's game. more than a little sad but yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> it's it's it's
1: very sad princess peach has to teach this computer what love
0: is and then he dies
1: <laughs> forever
0: forever um i love also too just as a little like thing when when mario gets mail in thousand year door how he pulls out like a game boy sp to read the mail i just i don't know like t- it's just touches so cute like that that like that really bring like the those two first games like to kind of a, a whole other level. All right, I want to talk about partners. I want to talk about. Oh partners. hell yeah! Um, first off, who's who's your favorite? You can pick either oh, it's, one, it's so hard or to you heck. could do, or you could pick one from each game. Whatever you want to do, however you want to dice it up. <sighs> Tyler, Gary, you, you go first. first. <laughs> ah, damn it! <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, I'll 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 go first. I'll go first. Um. Let's see. From hmm, from the first game, probably Bo, just because I think I'm a little biased because I love Booze as a character. I think they're yeah. so cute and fun, and I love her. I just I just love her personality. Uh, I think yes. she's a lot of fun. Plus, uh, I'm a little biased because she's from my favorite chapter. Um Nice. nice. I also, who would be close second for? Um, from the first game, probably, probably, maybe Cooper. You know, I, I think um, mm-hmm. in the first game they they went a lot harder into the character personalities. I think for the second game, not that they don't yeah, not that absolutely. they don't have personality in uh in the first game at all, but um mm-hmm. I mean in the um in Thousand Year Door, the the partners are just you know they're not just. You know, like a koopa or like uh well you know what i mean they you know <laughs> yeah. instead of goombario who's just a little goomba boy you get goombella who's this college student archaeologist and but i i mean i i could wax poetic poetic about um my love for uh, obviously i love thousand year door the most but that's not, the, that's, <laughs> not the, that's not the yes. but that's not the question yeah. um i really love vivian I think she's just, she has a wonderful um, character development. Uh, You know, Mm -hmm. she's the Shadow shadow Siren who was always getting picked on by her sisters, and she decides to join Mario instead. Um, Yeah. I also really, really love, uh, I mean, it's hard because I love all of them, but I always loved, I think mechanically, I loved using um, your little Yoshi friend that you get from the Glitz Pit. Yeah. Um, Ooh, yeah. Mostly because you get a different color every time, most likely, that you play. You get to name it yourself.
0: Yes. And
1: mechanically, I feel like the Yoshi's very, very good in battle. Um plus mm-hmm. it lets you run very fast because you ride his little lo- yes. ride on his little back.
0: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> um Tyler, do you want to go next or sure I can go next?
2: um I-, I already said Cooper from Paper Mario One um was okay. my fave. Um, I just liked his, his, his battle mechanics and I, I found it a lot easier as a kid to, mm-hmm. you know, just hold the control stick to the left and let it go versus like hitting <laughs> A in one millisecond, you know, um, yeah, that, that was, you know, that was just me because I'm bad at video games sometimes, uh, for, thou- <laughs> for Thousand Year Door, I, I agree with Gary that, uh, Poopy Yoshi, uh, what I named my Yoshi was, was my favorite. What's your name <laughs> poopy when I was a poopy kid. Poopy Yoshi? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I Just I poopy. Love it. <laughs> Just poopy. That's Just so the uh, but also, um, oh, what was his name? Was it Coops. Coops, Coops Yeah. yeah Coops. Big fan of Coops. I mean, Coops you know, he, he's kind of cowardly, kind of, you know, timid, um, which I was as a kid too. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I identified a lot with it. And, you know. Um, and he's got a
0: gal back home. Got a gal back home, yeah. koopy <laughs> coo. And his and his and his dad was eaten up by a uh, a dragon. And when he sees a, a skeleton, he thinks it's his dead dad, but actually it's uh, <laughs> it's Colorado. Uh, Colorado's, uh, Colorado's dad. dead dad. Yeah. It. I love like I think that's another thing that I really love about this series. Um, is just like the the callbacks that they do. Oh yeah, it's great. Um, uh, like Lady Bo, Like once you beat the game, when you go to the um i can't remember it's it's uh where you end up with a train
1: um well the excess express is the name of the train and yes. the town is oh my god what the hell was the town called
0: yeah i can't remember the name of. the oh town. poshley heights yeah poshley heights yeah. um yeah uh lady bow's there with with her yeah butler. and bootler <laughs> yeah, bootler. Yeah bootlers but, are so good that's
1: the other thing with that with these games is that every
0: character NPC had a funny clever name mm-hmm. yes um favorite partner from the first one uh i think i'm gonna have to also give it to uh cooper just because like one he was maybe mechanically one of my favorite uh partners to use in battle um i did like the uh the Parakupa as well. Paracarry? Yeah, because para he carries carry. you. I, liked, I like use. Yeah, I liked him a lot. Um, I remember in the first game when you got the the fish sushi. Uh, sushi. Uh, you. Uh, I think in that chapter, I think I just wanted a Yoshi instead, and then Thousand Year Door really met that need for me. <laughs> um, yeah. I love the Yoshi partner. The Yoshi partner is definitely my favorite. Um, I like that so the color is going to be different every time but you can yeah. actually there's a way to time it out so that you get the color that you want no way um yeah it's it's a bit of a process but if there's a certain color like i think i wanted a uh, a black yoshi um because i just really like the way that it, it looked like especially they were all the so hair. cool looking yeah it uh they all look so so good and yeah, I just love the fact that you can name him like literally anything that you want. Yeah. Like poopy. Just run... <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then you can ride, uh you can ride his little back and then just, uh, you know, run super fast. So and go through the, the levels. Um, I close second is definitely Vivian for me too. I, She's I, wonderful. I think I, I like her story like as a person, like the best, I think, um, in terms of like that character's overall development. Yeah. Me too. Um, so, uh, yeah, just ah oh, man, the party. I can't, so, I can't believe so I good. forgot.
1: I'm sorry, I, I I forgot about Bombette from the first yeah, game. Bomb, Bombette's one. I way. think she's yeah. one of my favorites for sure. She's her mm-hmm. her little like whatever the hell you call it, the rope at the top of the bomb fuse. It's braid. It's a bra- what? Oh yeah, the fuse. It's a braid. <laughs> it's yeah. so cute. I love and she's Bombette. sassy. Yeah, she is sassy. Yeah. I think um. Next to Bo, she's another one of my favorites. Sorry to interrupt, but
0: I had to. I had <laughs> to <get laughs> no, a bit in there. Get, no Bombetti racer on this there. podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. So, is there anything else that you guys like? Any favorite things that we might have missed that you want to bring up real quick before we kind of? I move mean, on? both games. Let's just
2: say, from front to end, masterpieces. They're masterpieces. And <laughs> yeah, there was a remake or an HD remake of Paper Mario One on the wii u and we haven't gotten a thousand year door yet which is I'm crazy because used versions of that go online for like hundreds of dollars nintendo yes. should realize that if they make a hd remake and they don't even really need to make that much of an hd remake of this game you know. can they can they can <laughs> yeah. charge 60 bucks for it and uh, i would yeah. pay
0: so i absolutely would pay for that they literally could yeah they could they could seriously just put paper mario a thousand Year door and 64 on on the switch right now and i would just i would buy it e- immediately yep. day one purchases Me too. like i yeah like y'all said like these games are both masterpieces there's not really i don't really find much fault with them like there are little like things that i would maybe make some improvements on like maybe some of the fetch quests yeah. and stuff like that but overall like i always come away from playing these games like man god what a good game what a I I always promo. go
1: back to them
0: like I think I play mm, yeah. I play Thousand Year Door at least once a year. Yeah, it's so it's, it's so just good. amazing. Um, but Paper Mario as a whole, as a series, kind of started to shift its its focus in, in gameplay and how the games were. Um, starting with uh Super Paper Mario, and I know that the that Nintendo wanted to, especially around the time that Sticker Star came out, they wanted to really, um. They talked about how this was around the time that the Mario Luigi series was kind of really in its mm. like in its prime, yeah. and so that's another RPG uh, series that was you know doing a lot of the stuff with the action commands and it was turn based and they're really fun games. Mm. Like oh yeah, I, they don't rule. Don't get me wrong, I love I love Mario Luigi, but I think the the fact that that game also existed caused Nintendo to really take a look at Paper Mario to do something else. Starting with Super Paper Mario, so uh, what are, what were your guys' experience with Super Paper Mario? Did you guys play that one yeah. much? Or I, I played through
2: it. Um, obviously, be riding on the high of Paper Mario One and and Thousand Year Door. Um, I had to pick mm-hmm. up the Wii version of it. Um, yeah. And there were a lot of similarities. I think this is when this is the tipping point. I think this is when Nintendo mm-hmm. was like, "What are we doing here with Paper Mario?" Because you still had a lot of the classic stuff. Uh, but you also yeah. had a lot of new stuff like the whole like this is where they really started leaning into the paper aspect of it you know mm-hmm. where you can roll yeah. into you you earn these abilities where you can like roll into a paper tube and turn into a paper airplane and and stuff like that which at at the time I didn't see that as a, as a as a bad thing of course in each mm-hmm. subsequent game it just leaned more and more into the paper p- portion of it Um, yeah, but, but I also kind of feel like the writing tapered off on this one. Mm -hmm. Like there was, there was, I mean, I know I named my Yoshi poopy, but there was literally (laughs) like poop jokes in this. There was like an outhouse Mm. that the star spirit Mm -hmm. was in. And I was like, even as a child, I was like, okay, this is a little hacky. Mm -hmm. Uh, How juvenile. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) but I didn't hate it,
0: you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about you Gary? What were your uh, how how did you feel so about So here
1: here's Paper the thing. I've never finished Super Paper Mario. Mostly because um I think um after finishing Thousand Year Door, I had seen what Super Paper Mario looked like and as soon as I it was around the time where um you know, it was a, it was A point in time where you could look up things on the internet and find out about games before you bought them which i didn't really have for um the first game or the second game mostly so that that was also another reason why they were so great because it was a surprise like oh my gosh look at this Mm -hmm. amazing game i found i didn't even know it was like this um but i saw that it was you know there were no turn-based battles anymore so by the time i had finished the first two games i was like "Mm, i don't know i don't know about this so i never ended up getting it for myself but um actually um a couple months before the pandemic started um me and my friend nick who are huge paper mario heads uh they they said to me one day you know you we should we should play through Super Paper Mario together. You know, I I know it's not like Thousand Year Door or the first one, but there's a lot of good stuff yeah. in there. Mm-hmm. Just because it's different doesn't mean it's bad. And I said, you know, what, you're right. I really yeah. want um, I really want to give it a shot. So we started playing through it together, and um, there's a lot of good things about it that um, mm-hmm. you know, it- it's obviously very different, but I think it has a lot of the charm is still baked in there. But um, yeah. I-, I think what also threw me off. Um, when I first heard about it, was that there really aren't partners anymore? Like there no. kind of are, but there aren't really. And if you do consider them partners, they're they're not. You know, they're not Goombas, Goombas or Goombas or Koopa yeah. Troopas or whatever. They're their own thing. Paper like Super Paper Mario just becomes this very strange, esoteric type game. It's it's a very interesting yeah. game.
0: Yeah, I personally like so i i i've never played i've never beaten it to its completion but i i have played through it several times um and then for whatever reason i just kind of lose my focus or like i lose my interest i do think um looking back on it like i do think it's still a pretty solid game i i i i really like the platforming aspect of it mm-hmm. i um I really like, I am a pretty huge fan of platformers in general. And I think like they do a good job of that aspect. Mm -hmm. I think story story wise in the writing, they get really, really heady and really ambitious. Yeah. Um, like it's, I think of the three, it's like the story that they really put a lot of effort into. I, it's not my favorite of the three stories. Like I think thousand year door takes that for sure. But I still think overall it's, the The good things about it outweigh the bad, yeah uh I do appreciate that you can play as Peach and Bowser mm-hmm. and those uh those like sprite things that are like let you do various like things throughout the the level mm-hmm. those are kinda cool, like you said, but there's no partners um you know there's no turn based battle, it's all platforming now, yeah. and uh I think this was kind of the turning point where especially. Like as Mario and Luigi continue to go on, when they released Sticker Star, that game is well. (laughs) (laughs) I want to ask you guys: Have either of you played Sticker Star? And and if you have, how do you how do you feel about it? Because I'll get into my meat and potatoes of it, but I want to I want to hear how you. uh, Um, so Tyler, what is what has been your kind of experience with? With Sticker Star. Yeah, I just
2: want to level set from here on out. I played very little to none of Sticker mm-hmm. Star, Paper Jam, mm-hmm. or um, what was the Wii U one? Was that Paper Color Jam? Splash. Color,
0: Color Splash. Color Splash.
2: I played very little to none of it because uh, I was just I was just let down, you know? Yeah. No, uh, yeah. I, I didn't want to cheapen my view of Paper Mario because I knew that I wasn't going to just enjoy it from front to end because it it, it be, it's becoming something that wasn't what I liked. Yeah. And that's kind of yeah. gatekeepery I realize, but I just decided to spend my funds on other games. That, that Yeah, I was you know, into it's it's,
1: it's I think it's perfectly valid and not gatekeepy because it's less about like you're not necessarily saying like This is Paper Mario. Paper Mario should be like this. It's just like, no, the (laughs) the people who make the game decided that it wasn't going to be like that anymore. Right. And, you know, I have my Paper Mario games that I like. I don't need these new ones that aren't Mm -hmm. giving me any enjoyment in the first place. Yeah. Um, And and to a point
2: that was made earlier, you know, we had the Mario and Luigi games that I I did enjoy. And it did have the action commands in it it wasn't the same it didn't have that depth you know i think it yeah. it's hard with a handheld game especially on on a yeah. game Boy advance and even yeah, maybe definitely. on a nintendo mm-hmm. ds but yeah yep. um it, it 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 gave me the the fix if that makes sense
0: yeah no totally yeah, no absolutely um so initially i was i was pretty psyched about oh me too i sick, i got it about i got it starting. day 1 i think yeah i i bought it digitally on my on my 3ds and i played through pretty much all of it and that but didn't beat it and then i went back and played through all of it again in like 2015 and actually beat it and actually completed like i got all the stickers i did everything because i i felt like i wanted to really try and see what they were going for yeah but (laughs) goddamn, like the worlds are I I will say about the the game itself. I actually opened it up recently and was like looking at it. The game itself, it looks good. It's a good looking game. There's nothing wrong. Like it looks really good. It does. The problem the problem is when you put in a battle system like the stickers and stuff that don't do anything except for like when you go into battles, the only thing you get is coins. There's really no there is no reason to battle any enemies yeah in any level whatsoever. Like you have no reason there's no reason yeah, there's it, no, is there no XP? Yeah there's no XP you you legit like if to to upgrade your HP, there's like these HP hearts like throughout uh the game that you can get and that's fine. And like the stickers themselves act, act as like action commands so like those are back but partners are still gone. Yeah. Um the the characters are very like the characters in the game it's you it's peach, um, and it's mostly toads. It's 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 toads. Like, there's no real like, every like other character you see are pretty. Like, yeah. there's a a wiggler, at one point that you actually help. <laughs> one oh, <boy. A> wiggler, <laughs> yeah, just one. So point like, then. yeah, like there's a wiggler that you help, which is cool. I I like that they incorporated that, but like, it's mostly it's just toads and just the writing is really bare bones and it's not like. I don't know, it's just not a good a. The good transition game.
1: between Super Paper Mario and Sticker Star is so interesting to me because you have the first game, and it's like, we're going to mm-hmm. try and do kind of what we did with um, um, Mario RPG and yeah. try this new thing. And everyone loves it. And they're like, oh, great, you love it. Here's another one where we do even more of that in kind of a better way at times. And everyone's like, yeah. hell yeah, this is great. And then super paper mario comes out and nintendo and i guess intelligent systems say okay well we got this new console and it does this really wild thing it has a pointer now you can it's you have a new controller so we gotta (laughs) create some sort of you know mechanic that can let you take advantage of that of our new gimmick and they were making this game and they were like um you know, I guess it doesn't really make sense to have turn-based battles anymore. All right, we'll take those out. We'll take those out. Um, I guess there shouldn't be partners anymore. It's like, all right, well, let's do that, but we'll make up for it with this really strange and (laughs) avant-garde kind of world. Um, And I don't, you know, I can't speak to how people felt about it back then, but I think most people were like, this is a good game, but it's kind of not really a Paper Mario game.
0: Yeah, people were pretty, I think people still liked it. I think generally, like as I've like I've kind of did some research and like went back and mm-hmm. like people seem to be mostly they they liked it. I think I think the the general consensus was like, oh, it's a Paper Mario game still. The characters are still there. The art style's still there. It, I, it's fine for them. Yeah, because
1: you know it it is a good game. I don't think it's a bad game at all, Super Paper Mario. I think it's a it's a good game from what I've played. But yep. I think after that point. There were, of course, some people that were like, no, man, look, you made a great game. We like it a lot. But we really miss the turn-based battles and the partners and everything. Um, And they're like, oh, okay. Um, Well, here's Paper Mario Sticker Star. We put the battles back, but um, we wanted to keep it fresh still, so we added these stickers that you use. So it's like, because we didn't want to just do the same battle system again. So use these stickers. uh, And... I think they sort of started to backtrack into what they think uh like oh the the fans really want this so let's add that while still trying to do new stuff like yeah. they started having these um and with sticker star I know I don't think I ever completed it but I played a long way through to the and got to the point where I was like yeah, I, I don't need to keep playing this anymore but what they it seems like what they did was they had these big set pieces of these big stickers that ended up uh, interacting with the world, which, you know, was interesting. And that's when they really started to lean into the whole, like, oh, get it? It's paper. You see, there's a a fan, Mm -hmm. and everything's going to blow away because the fan is blowing the paper away. Because they're paper, you get it? And we're all like, and we know, we know that was never really something they talked about in the game very much, apart from the mechanics of, you know, Mario rolling up into a little ball, uh, into a little uh, tube or turning into a paper airplane, which that was all cool because it was subtle. But the other problem that I always had with, uh, like you said, Bran with uh, um, Sticker Star is that all of a sudden they forgot how to make the world interesting. Everything just became extremely
0: bland, very fast. It's, like, very standard, like, here is the grass level, here's the desert, here's the ice world, here is, like, the kind of creepy woods forest area. And, like, if they... (sighs) My beef is, like, too, with the battle system, it's just there's, like, there's no reason to do any sort of battling. I think it had they made this game, like, another platformer in the vein of super Mo- super paper Mario, yeah it would be so much it better. definitely would have been yeah because the levels like just going back and revisiting the levels seem fine mm-hmm. like it seems like a pretty decent game but then the battles just really to me take it to such like i don't know i just it makes me not like want to play it at all yeah i know um and yeah they had those they had those thing stickers which are kind of cool yeah. which uh my i the next so the next sort of game they ha- they came out was was color splash yeah. which i've never i've never played no i I've didn't other i've only ever, ever seen other people play it tyler did you ever you said you did you didn't play that one or you kind of dipped in. no this one really like? i did
1: not play at all
0: <laughs> yeah okay. i also so, did not so play you... it i
1: have watched um bits and pieces of a long play of it though just mm-hmm. to um get a feel for the uh the the writing and the dialogue in the game but other than that i actually never had a wii u um
0: so i never played it i got one towards the end of its (laughs) life and the game itself i think like i've seen several like people review it and like talk about it and it looks like when when there's really good things in in color splash it's really good yeah apparently the writing it seems to be like up to snuff to like what you would consider oh good like, excellent writing yeah it's, it's hysterical i've seen
1: screen caps yeah. of certain bits of dialogue and it's really funny
0: yeah apparently like they just really knock it out apart yeah uh the the problem is too is like the it seems like the locales are a little bit better um there's still it's still mostly toads though there's not really yeah. like huge variety of characters and the mechanically it's also kind of a situation where they kind of drop the ball like you have like these like colors that you have to like hammer down or like color stuff and then like the battle system itself my understanding is like you use these cards or whatever mm-hmm. and apparently like you can get these cards like it's real easy to get these cards and it's kind of like a similar situation with, with how they did it in sticker star where like you use the card it goes away or something like that or yeah so it didn't really grab me fully to where i wanted to play it i wanted to i wanted to check it out because there's a paper mario game yeah. and i was really I was really in for a Paper Mario game, but it, but at the end of the day, i I think it's just one I'm I'm gonna pass on to yeah. because like, um, so that kind of takes us into sort of where we are today as a as a Paper Mario series. Now, before we kind of get into you know our our hopes and, and fears about uh, Origami King, the the new one that's coming out um, very very soon, actually. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, uh, I kind of want so to soon. talk about. I wanted to talk about like other games who have maybe not. Like, like I essentially Paper Mario clones, <laughs> but like they kind of do their own thing too. Um, I don't know like a whole lot of them. Uh, other than re- I recently did check out Bug Fables, and that seems like me too, like an incredible. That seems like an an incredible game if you're really Jonesing for a uh, kind of like a classic Paper Mario with the action commands, like the way that the world looks. It just looks, yeah, like with the flat two D characters and how how you walk. It's just like man that game is so good so i mean how did you guys get very far in those games or like did you did you beat a bug yeah tyler did you play play? i don't remember yeah
2: i did play i I picked it up yeah me too Um, oh cool how far in it are you i've only done a few of the first worlds and then now i think exploring some other games i'm going to come back to it because it does have that
1: charm of the original game but how long did you uh me too Um, I think I'm in chapter two. I'm still like pretty like I've been, it's been a slow burner for me. I've been playing a lot of other games, but every now and then I dip back into it, but I I remember checking the game out a long time ago when it was still in development because they had a demo out for it and I I tried it on PC and I was super in love with it because they, it seems like it's a game made by people who know why the old school paper Mario games are. It's definitely a love letter. It's a love letter to those games yeah exactly
0: have so that aside like have i haven't really seen too many other games try to like try to emulate the the paper mario style or like really try to be like a paper have you guys seen anything like out there like in the wild in regards to that there being like other paper mario clones because I, I i personally have no
2: i mean i haven't gone looking for it to be completely honest i think gary actually put mm-hmm. bug fables on my radar um you know obviously you had the Mario and Luigi games which you know kept yep. kind of that same battle style from from the originals uh did y'all ever yep. play the wasn't there a a mashup didn't it, it yeah. was
0: <laughs> paper, paper jam. jam so i I own it I never I never beat it I actually got pretty far into it and I think I actually want to go back and check it out the the thing is is like so paper Mario's in it but like it's like the paper Mario universe is like in this book that's within the world of mario yeah. and, luigi. and they come the paper toads and paper mario come spilling out and then it's like there's paper counterparts and you can use paper mario in battle like paper mario doesn't talk so mm-hmm. like otherwise it's like it's a pretty you know standard like mario luigi type game there's there's some fun mechanics like it's the last like mario luigi game that they made that weren't the like remakes of the like first mm-hmm. few yeah um to come out on 3ds and uh rip alpha dream yeah pull run out they, for alpha dream they shut them yeah they they shut them down <laughs> Ooh, so like i don't them. know if they're ever going to do anything with that specific ip uh, i mean what do Everyone's you game? do yeah. because i mean they've
2: essentially taken the two lines that they've you know excelled on the handheld and the and the main state consoles and now what's just one yeah. right so it yeah obviously yeah. we're getting a new paper mario i i I don't know if, if there's room for
0: more Mario and Luigi. No. Maybe they're, maybe they're, maybe that series as a whole needs, like, it. there's a button on it. And if you want to go back and play those games, like, apparently the remakes of uh, the first one, and they, they did Bowser's Inside Story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I which, had meant to check that out, that, but I never did. Yeah. Mostly because I haven't I, gone
1: back to my 3DS in a really long time.
0: Yeah. yeah. Apparently they're, they're solid remakes and stuff, mm-hmm. and I... Th- I don't know, maybe one day I'll I'll get a wild hair up my ass and wanna like, play those or something. <laughs> yeah. Um but now I wanna talk about Paper Mario in the origami game. Mm. So this trailer just comes right out of nowhere. Yep. Uh, yeah, I that May.
1: I was a little insulted because they just dropped that with no announcement at like six AM.
2: Well, there was that leak. Was Was there a leak? Yeah, there was a 4chan leak. It might have been 4chan. It might have been something where Mm -hmm. um, it's a guy or gal or whomever that um, Mm -hmm. has leaked uh, stuff in the past that has come out to be true. And they said that we were going to be getting a new mainline Paper Mario game that goes back to basics. I knew to take that with a grain of salt because even leaks, you yeah. know, can have yeah. be half true. And, and yeah, if you were going to make case, a leak,
1: that would be the perfect leak to get attention
0: because that's what everyone uh, wants. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yes. And then yeah. This dropped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This trailer. I mean. So yeah, the the trailer drops out of nowhere. I'm like blown away by it, like because first off, it looks. Oh incredible. yeah, it looks beautiful. Um, it also looks like, um, they kind of returned. So like Sticker Star and Color Splash did this like level. It's like you go to the lands. It's like per level, right? It wasn't like o- just open one world, big overworld like the first, like the first uh, two games, right? Um, so it it looks like a return to form in that it's just gonna be one giant overworld. Hope um, so. Part partners are back. Are they? Maybe. Uh, Sorta. Sorta. It's of. unclear. They they kind of expand. So they released another, like sort of like follow up, like five minute like explanation of like how the game works, and they showed like how the battle system works. And partners are kind of there. Like there's that babam. His name's apparently his name's Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> so that's 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 kind of that's kind of cool. Like you get to there's like a toad who becomes your partner at one point oh wow um who like wears like yeah he's wearing like Explore like you know like an explorer's uniform mm-hmm. yeah is he like,
2: the um what's his name the captain uh, toad a- captain
0: toad i don't think so Ooh, i i don't think so but we man, got toadette in paper mario cool. thousand year door there's a kamek like you yeah yeah with with a kamek um but obviously, like, they didn't. Sh- if there's more partners, they didn't show them. They didn't say whether it was like the kind of thing where your partner's in battle. They have this kind of interesting, like battlefield where like you have to spin the dials and you uh, mm. hit, like you line the enemies up and you like hit them in a certain way. It it looks interesting. I'm definitely curious. I'm mostly cautiously optimistic for this game. Me too, yeah. Um I think is story wise it looks like they're kinda going back to basics and in, in terms of like it being more of like a grander story, hopefully. It's that's that's my read of it. Yeah. Um I I'm gonna get it day one, of course. Yeah, I probably it will lo- too. It's it it's good enough it looks good enough to me that I think it's going to be a good game overall. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to get your guys to sort of read on it. So, like, Gary, like, what is your sort of, uh, I guess, impressions of the, of the game? So, uh,
1: it was, I remember waking up to a text from one of my friends, um, who knows I love Paper Mario, and they said, look, new Paper Mario. And my first thought was yeah. like, oh, God, no. I'm so nervous. <laughs> oh, God, please be good. So, I watched it. Um, you know, my, my first thoughts seeing the original trailer, I was like, all right, this looks a bit like Color Splash. But, yep. um, then I saw the rotating battlefield and I was like, all right, so there are battles. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the more I look at the, you know, the newer trailers and the original trailer too, it looks pretty interesting. I feel like you could get some, um, you know, it's almost like an RPG, uh, puzzle game hybrid, yeah. which I think has a lot of potential to be pretty sweet. I'm a little apprehensive about the fact that at the end of the battle, um, in the second trailer, you could see that Mario's getting coins after the battle, which is like, mm, but is there experience points too? Because I don't yeah. want—I don't just want coins, unless the coins are yeah. going to get me something good. Because I'm looking at the trailer now. Mario has like thirteen thousand coins. It's like, what, what's he going to use all those coins for? <laughs> so I hope, I hope they find a good use for. Because those coins. I mean, I miss the badge system, which is something yeah. that something that Bug Fables has. It has yeah. the medals. Um So it, if um, I guess for those unfamiliar, there's a. Uh, separate stat in the original Paper Mario games called BP, which are badge points. And depending on how many badge points you have, um, you can equip badges that require a certain amount of BP uh, to be equipped that alter um, how you battle. Like, there'll be certain badges that'll say like, oh, when your health is low, you have a 50% chance of an attack being a miss. Or, um, this uh, this metal, uh, metal uh, badge powers up your hammer. And that was also like so such a cool part about the older games in a way that you could really customize um how you played the battles because along with that um you also had just the action commands made sure you were never bored like the battles were always interesting yeah. so
0: and with the those badges too like like you said like there's different ways that you could you know kind of customize like what kind of moves and stuff you can do within the battle yeah um and you could also in thousand year door if you wore the uh W emblem and the L emblem. Uh, <laughs> yes. Mario Mario would look uh he'd be purple. Yeah, oh he'd my god. It was no way. so good. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yes. Yeah. If you combine the two. Uh, it's very yeah, very very like just subtle fan service. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: but I I think like you said, Brand, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about it. The more I hear about it, the more um You know, from the looks of the trailer, there's going to be a lot of variety and a lot of different interesting set pieces. It does look like they're um, doing a sort of um, callback to Sticker Star with the very big things. Like, it was saying that there are going to be some boss battles against inanimate objects, like a a stapler and a tape dispenser. (laughs) And colored pencils. Yeah, colored pencils, which, like, I'm not super jazzed about because the bosses in the other games were so creative
0: they were yeah they were so
1: good and challenging I, I do
0: like i do like that rubber band man i like the way that <laughs> the rubber band looks, man is cool at least yeah
1: because that's the thing it's a it's not just like here's a here's a pair of scissors fight the pair of scissors <laughs> yeah because yeah.
0: that's kind of what sticker star was doing yeah i'm i'm really hoping that they like do i don't know i that's the thing too. So you brought up the xp like please yeah Give me give me a reason to battle, or I won't battle. Yeah. I, I know, because I, re- I need a reason to battle. I'll have to take exactly. a skill tree. Like, give me a skill tree. Yeah,
1: a skill tree yeah. would be actually pretty interesting, because, I mean, all Mario really does is he jumps on enemies and he hammers enemies in the older games, mm-hmm. which, yeah. you know, what was cool about the older games is that you would upgrade those abilities, so, oh, you can jump but multiple times, or against multiple enemies in one turn, or the hammer... Uh, knock certain characters into each other like mm-hmm. they always found a way to keep it really creative so but yeah when it comes down to it the exp is you know that's the your reward that's how you get stronger because they're i think what sticker star was lacking was that lack of growing stronger that feels so good in an rpg you know
0: yeah the only their only like kind of way to kind of grow in that game legit was just like you get these hp hearts and that's that's it that's legit yeah. all you could do you would get better stickers over time but that's not you know that wasn't to me like something that i'd want to push forward exactly yeah in, in a game um and i think that's why where you know like sticker star and color splash splash uh pardon my pun uh the, but where they fall flat <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. is just because of of that very reason. And so like that's my fear is is that the battle system's not going to be they're they're not going to give you a reason to battle but but Tyler, I guess what are sort of your your hopes and fears for? for origami yeah
2: game. um i i echo the same sentiments on the cautious optimism for sure uh i will be getting this day one as well um so i'm pretty excited for it uh i the battle style at first i was like well that's not what paper mario <laughs> one was but at the well, same that's time not my paper mario we're getting battles again which is that's nice true. uh the the it looks like we're getting partners, and and that's awesome. It looks like you also have that one perma partner, um, Olivia. Is it Olivia?
1: the The, the, the like origami yeah. girl. Uh, yeah, a little origami yeah, girl Olivia.
2: who yeah. looks like a, a fun, <laughs> sassy foil to Paper Mario's mutinous, uh, Which is which, which mm-hmm. is which will be fun. Uh, right. A little mm-hmm. like, why are we battling? You know, big pieces of. Tape and stuff like that. When you have this whole universe to draw from and create characters yeah. in, um, yeah. And one other thing that makes me a little like uh, is, I guess there was like a clip where. Paper Mario's arms turn into like long origami arms. And it looked like you had to use the the two um, Joy-cons. Joy-Cons to like control him to be able to grab something. I was like, oh, there's Nintendo kind of like saying, all right, this game is going <laughs> to utilize the Switch to its full ex- extent for yeah. no good reason. But um, yeah. the world I, I would totally agree with. And I didn't really think about it until right now. It almost looks a lot more like Thousand Year Door than any other locale um it it does look like it's it's doing like the mountain forest and the desert and stuff like that but but they do that so well i just i hope that it's more towards the original games than towards the latter games Yeah. yeah yeah here's
1: where i'm at i think i love the switch i love paper mario i think the game looks you know visually i think it looks really great i when it comes down to it i think i've sort of my heart has set sail for the old paper mario games i have kind of come to terms with the fact that we're really probably never going to get a game like those again um except you know indie studios like the people behind Mm -hmm. bug fables i wish i remembered what their studio is called to (laughs) plug them but um besides uh you know spiritual successors. I don't know if Nintend- Nintendo's going to go that hard on an RPG, a Paper Mario RPG again. But, you know, all I'm, I care about is, is the game going to be fun? You know, if the game yes. is fun, I don't think I'll mind that much. I'm not, you know, my hopes aren't riding too high on the f- the fact that it's different. Mm-hmm. The way I see it is, look, if it's a fun game that I could play on my Switch, and it gives me some nostalgia for the games that I was obsessed with and still kind of am obsessed with because I'm doing a podcast about them. <laughs> um, you know, I'll be happy with that as, as long as yeah. it's not dog shit, like the battle system in color splash, I've heard it as absolute dog shit. <laughs>
0: yeah. My, my expectations are a little tempered, but I do think, you know, it, it, I agree. Like if the game is fun, then that's all that's going to really matter right. to me. Yeah. Uh, if, if the, if the experience, if, if the good outweighs the bad, then, then I'm all for it. Kind of same with like how it was with super paper Mario. Mm -hmm. I think overall, it's a great, I think it's a great experience. I think it's a good game and like, though it does things different, like different doesn't equate bad always. And I feel like, you know, yeah, my, I'm, my hopes are a little high, but we'll, you know, we'll see what, we'll see. I think super
1: paper Mario is along the lines of something Mm -hmm. of, of the kind of thing that Origami King is going to be. I think it's going to be a mishmash of pretty much everything that's come before it in different ways, but I hope I'll take that it. I really hope that they've listened to what fans of the franchise have really said. Like, um, yeah. I feel like paper jam was kind of the last straw for a lot of people, myself included included, because as soon as I learned that, you know, paper, it was sort of like a, you know, in Sonic generations where there's modern Sonic and then classic Sonic, shows up as if he's a different character yeah that completely they did that in paper jam in the sense that oh this is paper mario he's different it it like yeah it's like an injustice to the world building that came in the games before it it sort of says like you
0: know because they had all that
1: source material this is just paper this is just mario and he's made of paper you know it, it it completely invalidates that whole universe in a way
0: yeah, it's legit. Just like, oh, here's a book, and oh no, the book fell off the shelf, and here comes Paper Mario, and these paper toads <laughs> flying out of the book, and yeah, oh here they are. And you just that's so it's that's all legit, these toads like, that just look the same. <laughs> and like, like I said, don't get me wrong. I do, th- I, I do, I'll, I'll go to bat for Paper Jam because I do think it's a solidly good Mario and Luigi game. Right, right, right. But if you're looking at it, if you're looking at it as as kind of a uh, something to scratch an itch for paper mario you will not you will just you just won't get yeah that yeah unfortunately i hear that yeah but oh, I, I just can't believe the game is the new game is coming so soon i mean yes i how do you guys feel about nintendo like just kind of basically just be like all right paper mario <laughs> here it <origami."> is <laughs> uh, yeah here it is two months july 17th get ready i i would I, sorry go ahead tyler no, I, I I was just going to say, I'm fine with it, you know,
2: um, because Nintendo made the mistake of hyping me up for Metroid, and now, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> now when much. is that ever going to come out, you know? So, oh, if they were bad. like, oh, Paper Mario two years ago, that's a yeah. lot of time to for people to think, well, this is not going to be like the original. You yeah, know? I think they made the
1: right call there, for sure. I'm amazed that, yeah. I mean, obviously, there was that leak, kind of. But that, mm, I, yeah. I think that was pretty recent, wasn't it? Yeah, or yeah. It? I mean,
2: it was it was only a few months before they even announced Paper Mario. Yeah,
1: because I think uh, yeah. when you think about how long must this game have been in development, I don't really know. But it's it just goes to show you how good Nintendo can be at keeping the lid on things. Some things just... Oh, absolutely. The, I feel like out of every game company these days, Nintendo still manages to surprise people.
0: Which I yeah. like.
1: I did like the surprise. I can't lie. I enjoyed waking up to hear that there was a new Paper Mario game that might be good.
0: Absolutely, um, and I and I, I do agree that they do an excellent job of mo of keeping most things on like kind of under wraps. I'm I, I'm, I'm, jo- I'm, I I'm I too am Jonesen. I have I need I need a direct Nintendo. I like I need oh. something. I need. You know the I didn't the game yet? enough. <laughs> the Pokemon Moba,
2: yeah, Poke Moba.
0: Um, <laughs> Poke Moba. I mean, it looks, it looks, it looks fun. Yeah. I mean, it's it's apparently free to try, so we'll we'll see what it what, what happens. I sure will no, try. try. No, I know what you mean. It's no I,
1: Nintendo Direct.
0: Yeah, yeah. I need I need a Direct, and it's been it's been a while. It's been it's been. yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, it's been a while, but hopefully like they come up with something soon, especially with all the other like game announcements that have been happening. Maybe we'll hear about um, Metroid someday. I don't know. <laughs>
1: I've my I've been hoping for a new Metroid for a very long time, but that is a that is yeah. a different different topic entirely. I I think I'm gonna pre order Origami King. I didn't do it yet because I was holding out, but you know what? If there's a new Paper Mario game coming out, I'm gonna wanna play yeah. it. I should just I should just play it. I should just pre order it. <laughs>
0: now I I I like to get games digitally but my wife and I have kind of a rule because we both have separate switches mm-hmm. that like if there's a game that we both really want to play then we have to get right yeah game. that makes we sense because you share yeah <laughs> yeah so we have to like I'm I will walk uh, walk I will drive to the local <laughs> uh, game store mm-hmm. and I will make a purchase uh, mm-hmm. that Friday so yeah it definitely is gonna be a, a day one purchase uh but I kind of just wanna Getting to the outro of the show. So we do have listener questions, but we'll get to that first. Oh, first, God. I want to ask um, uh, Tyler, what are you playing? Oh, oh God. God playing? Um, Nintendo or otherwise. Sure. <laughs>
2: so I feel like a lot of sales have happened recently, as well as a lot of good games coming out where I was like, grab, grab, oh, grab, yeah. grab, grab. So I'm in between a lot final fantasy 7 mm-hmm. remake i'm still working my way through i've been really enjoying that bug fables being one of them i also got okami yeah. hd for 10 bucks on Hell the yeah. on nice. the switch I, nice. I never played it back in the gamecube days and i've been really really enjoying it
1: on the switch nice uh
0: what about you gary what do you what
1: are you chomping let's on let's see um i've been jumping back and forth through a lot of games um Mm-hmm. My big pandemic game was Final Fantasy VII, the original, because I had never played Final Fantasy VII before. You and, and Wilbo, nice. Yep, yeah, and I, me, I, me too. I'm, I still haven't played it. It's yet. it's a masterpiece. It's wonderful. It has its problems, but the re-release uh, adds a lot of features that are, uh, you know, improve the quality of life very much. So, and I right after I finished the original, I bought Final Fantasy VII remake. So I'm in the okay. process of finishing that. Um, <clears throat> I also I also started a file of Persona 4 Golden on PC because I actually never finished Persona 4 because my PS2 died. Um, oh, no. Yeah, so so I was pretty far, though, <laughs> and I've just been enjoying playing it on PC. It's all pretty. It's not on a blurry CRT screen anymore. So it's nice. been nice. And uh, Risk of Rain too. I've been playing
0: on Switch. Um, yeah, I know a uh, friend of the show, Mal is really Shout out to people to play that. My ketchup bro. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's really good. I Nice. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to check some of that some of that out. There, like uh Tyler was saying there was like a huge huge like game sale. Uh like Nintendo had their summer game sale so I just I grabbed a bunch of stuff. Uh I, I so something I, I picked up was the Bioshock collection. Oh yeah. Though.
2: I have really enjoyed uh watching you uh kind of narrate your experience with bioshock having never played the series myself yeah i
0: i've never so like i never like i've all i've always mostly stuck with nintendo systems so like any kind of like game that was like lauded by like critics by everybody that didn't show up on nintendo i just kind of missed and Mm -hmm. now a lot of that stuff is is coming to nintendo systems yeah i love that. which which I love too. The third party support has been just top notch. Uh, but I, I I made my way through those three games, and God, those were good. Yeah, they were. Um, I just I just beat Doom twenty sixteen for the first time. Yes. Um, which was like so intense and like fun, but also so gory and so so violent. <laughs> so I told myself, it feels the so next good. Game, it's it it feels so good to rip and tear in that game. <laughs> though and just shoot fucking demons and just like kill them and like the music it's like this metal music it's, it feels it's, fantastic it's yeah it's it's super um, good but i told myself i need to play something a little more wholesome <laughs> i also i also i picked up <clears throat> wolfenstein 2 and then wolfenstein the new blood uh i will dip into those eventually but uh the pokemon DLCs. Oh, just yeah. came out, so oh, damn, i started yeah. i started to play that same as let's well let's hashtag #max raid um, battle sometime dude yeah absolutely we definitely should i f- was able to catch uh a gigantamax machamp finally uh, for the first nice time. Machamp. Um, so that was fun so i'm i've been playing that i'm dipping my toes a little bit into bug fables i haven't gotten super far yeah, into it but like what i've played so far is good and as always i i still do my dailies on animal crossing oh yeah that goes although, without like, saying <laughs> I, yeah i i <laughs> That I've gotten a little cooler on the game. Not that I don't love that game to death. It's just like, oh, I've caught all the fish. I've caught all the bugs. Um, you know, I water my flowers and I dig up my fossils and I talk to my villagers and it's really it. Yep. And that's wait till that's July till table. they add new shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, let's let's get into listener questions. We actually have quite Ooh-hoo! a few. yeah. First, uh, we have from uh Pilkin jd Um, at 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 spang spange spange 1995 that's my that's my good friend max (laughs) shout out to max they (laughs) ask on twitter um what's the deal with all the different yoshis we talk about yoshi (laughs) like he's one person but we know from yoshi's island and sunshine that there are in fact many yoshis is there one main yoshi are they interchangeable to mario what the fuck? <laughs> also, happy birthday! Uh, uh, also, happy birthday, Gary!
1: I love it. Oh, happy birthday, Gary! Max is one of my favorite people in the world.
2: Can I can I take a crack at this question first? Yeah, go for yes, it, please. Because ab- I don't know how to answer it. <laughs> I, I've I've thought a lot about this, and mm, yeah. I have come to the conclusion that Yoshi's are like moons right moons earth has its moon and it's named yes. moon yeah. just like mario has his yoshi and it's named yoshi so there right. is there is a mario's yoshi and it's the green one it's not in all the games yep. mm-hmm. um i want to believe he's been around since mario was a baby in the baby mario and luigi games mm-hmm. all the way up through yep. the mario's yoshi is the one who's in super smash bros and mario kart and all of those yes. um But also, just like there's one moon to Earth, there's many other moons in the universe, and they all have different names and personalities and are different. So I think
0: that that's the best way I can explain it. I think that's very beautiful and poetic. That, yeah, I I don't even want to answer that question, (laughs) because, like, I think... I think that's good. I think you hit, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Um... Gary mm-hmm. from the Radish Discord asked, uh, me? wanted me to ask, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, you, Gary, uh, wanted me to ask, what, what's your guys' favorite uh, game ever? Oh, man. Gary, can you answer your question oh, first? Oh,
1: Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door for the Nintendo GameCube is my favorite game ever made. <laughs> nice. Yeah. What about you, Tyler? It's going to be between
0: Paper Mario 1 and Pokemon Ruby. Ruby nice. is good. Both root, Ru- yeah. The third gen is very slept on and is very good for a lot of different reasons. For sure. I feel like that was definitely a time in in Pokemon's life where people they weren't really paying that much. Attention that, was the fir- that was
1: the first. That uh, was the first gen of Pokemon that I got. I went like really hard into because same. I think oh, every every kid on my bus was playing it in the neighborhood, <laughs> and we were all like, I went real like that was the first Pokemon game I think that I beat. And kept playing yeah. after I beat it.
0: Same. See, yeah. uh, I was uh, of the age, by the time that that game came out, I was, like, well into, like, I, I was into my teens. Yeah. Like, I was in middle. I was, like, in middle school, I think, but I was, like, 13, 14, and a lot of the people I knew were just, like, poke Pokemon one for babies. Pokemon sucks. It's for babies. Why are you playing that baby Don't game? Don't play baby game. Play, yeah. This game so, got gun like, in it. You it, want gun game? People... people yeah, people were too like good for Pokemon. So yeah. I only knew a couple people who were like still there at the time that were still down down with it. So yeah. it, was, it was it was a little rough. <laughs> um my favorite game of all time, and I think I've I've said this before and I, I just this seems to be the appropriate answer mm-hmm. to me is super mario world Mm. um at at my core i love i just love platformers uh especially like side scrolling like 2d platformers Mm -hmm. um i can always find some sort of comfort in those in those games even if they're hard especially if they're like on the hard end like celeste celeste is insanely hard um but like super mario world is a kind of game it's kind of in the same vein of, of paper mario where I can go back and play that game over and over and just not get tired of it. yeah it, and, yeah, and like at this point, I know Super Mario World like front to back. <laughs> I know all the secrets yeah. like I know all the secret exits, all that stuff. I don't I don't, I love super That Mario is the World. Um,
1: the Super Nintendo's the only Nintendo console that I didn't have as a kid. I don't know oh, really? why because I sort of my whole history with games is that I grew up playing the NES. And mm-hmm. I think uh, when I first discovered the NES, um, I played it a lot at my uncle's house, because um, he had he had a huge library of NES games, and I was there pretty often. And I think when I was getting into the NES is when the, the Super Nintendo was out, and then right. I went straight to N64. So I kind of nice. missed out on a lot of... Like, I never played Mario World as a kid, but I played a shitload of um, 1, 2, and 3. Like, a ton. Nice. But I've, I have played Mario World, and I... Like, I, I 3
0: is very good too.
1: Yeah, 3 is like incredibly 3 good. is incredibly good. They're all hard though. I've never beaten any of the original ones. I've never Same. beaten them.
0: They're hard. Yeah. I I recently finally like when Super Mario Bros 3 came out on the 3DS, mm. I, I, I purchased it and I f- was finally able to beat it that way, but prior to that, I I don't think I've ever beaten it even even in uh Super Mario All-Stars. Mm. Um Friend friend of the show and friend of of the Radish Discord Charlie asks Charlie? if you had to roll up one character from Paper Mario into a little joint and smoke <laughs> them, who would it be and why? Ooh. Uh, the slime man coming in with the, the the big questions. Yeah, the tough ones. Yeah. Uh, I, I have to Google mine really quick. <laughs> okay, no no no, that's fine. I'm I'm really I'm
1: Do I'm you not rem- do you not it.
0: remember the the
1: character's name? Is that the problem? It's or. not even a character's name. It's a specific
2: villain. Um, hmm. Well, one is the easy one is Fuzzy, right? You gotta you gotta get yeah. Fuzzy, yeah. They get a get a yeah. jungle Fuzzy if you're looking to have a real good night. <laughs> uh, but- or the golden the golden Fuzzy. <laughs> the, yeah. Um, but in the same in the same level as those as those jungle fuzzies, there were these like little totem monsters that had grass growing out of their head. And they would like run yes. up and jump in the air and bite you. The that Oh, which probably, one were those? That, ah, I can't find it, but from that, one or two. It's from
1: one. It's it's on the Yoshi's Island level. Um, no, I know. Right. I definitely remember. Oh my like, god! What? I need. I like. I yeah. I can almost see it. I'm just gonna say. Uh, for mine, it's Hooktail. Hooktail.
0: That's the a, whale. Because that's a good one.
1: No, Hooktail. Ta- hook Hooktail is the uh, the dragon. Oh, in, that's right. That's door. right. That's
0: right. Damn. that's a- he. Cause she's big, yeah. That's a fat joint. <laughs> yeah, that that is like that's a big, a big doink, a big doink, um, doink big tail, doink. doink tail. In in Amish, um, <laughs> i I'm to I'm gonna say because it's just what came to my mind. It's the. Oh no, shit! Because it's not flat. You can't. God damn it. There's, <laughs> so there's this. Who is it? Who is there's it? There's a whale. There's a whale that you can like ride. Yeah, the whale. The tu- it's the tuna. It's tuna, the tuna. That's it. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, he calls it a tuna. Yeah, uh, you can ride that to to the the island, but it's in 3D, so it's not. I I can't count that. I so mean, it's say, all paper, my dude. <laughs> I'm gonna say the the boss from the seventh chapter of the original paper mario it's this ice king guy <laughs> oh, yeah. i can't remember his name the crystal guy he yeah the crystal guy like he i don't know i think he'd be really interesting to roll up and try to for smoke. oh
1: you know mario. what i changed my answer
0: mario i <laughs> <Yeah, let's laughs> just go- gonna roll up mario <laughs> let's, let's go smoke some oh, mario after school. Uh,
2: I-, I like your answer brand it's probably <laughs> got some pretty frosty nugs in there
0: oh my
1: god
0: um swuggle asks uh what is a game you don't have anymore that you wishes you still have i want to go first and i'm gonna say it is the first two paper mario games because i don't have (gasps) oh no it's very sad i don't have either of them and i want to play them all the time but the only way that i could play the first one is if uh I wanted to hook up the Wii U and buy it. Or break the law. Um <laughs> Or that's Or true. go to jail. See, I <laughs> Are you willing to die for Paper Mario? <laughs> God yes. Um no, yeah, but I don't I wish I had my original copies. I don't. I don't oh, really man. Know, like I've moved I've moved several areas and I don't quite know What happened to the original Paper Mario, I do at least remember what happened to my Paper, Thousand Year Door. I was moving in Chicago, and I was getting rid of a bunch of stuff, and I think I just like went to GameStop and just like, here, here's all these games that I I know I'll never play again, which was the worst mistake of my life. Don't ever get rid of your games. Hold on to them. Oh, yeah, always. I always Um, say like never trade in games because you'll miss them one day. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so that was my big mistake. So don't learn from my hubris. Even though the credit wasn't that wasn't that yeah. bad. I was able to get some games from that. But uh, that's my answer. What about what about you, Tyler? Uh,
2: shit. I, I have to echo you 100%. Uh, when I was uh when I reached that age where I was like Nintendo's not cool anymore. I'm playing Xbox 360. I traded in <laughs> I traded in my my GameCube and all the GameCube games. I lost thousand year door which i haven't been able to play since then and i'm itching oh I'm my itching. god really um yeah oh, i want to play that. it so bad also just a reoccurring theme of pokemon here both pokemon coliseum and xd gale of darkness were fantastic oh, no. oh, no. oh man i want to play all three of
1: those again Ugh, sounds like, someb- sounds on, like somebody sounds like somebody needs to break the law two people need to break the law because <laughs> it's doable uh, I, I mean. you know I think for me I never really sold that many games mostly because I gr- yeah. I get very attached to things but um, when I was a kid my parents sort of said like hey you got all these discs why don't we get just get you like a CD case or something or like a spindle and you could just get rid of all those boxes no so
0: oh, no. so it's almost worth know the, major- no, no, the boxes yeah the best part <laughs> yeah
1: I know so the majority of my um my uh game boxes like especially like gamecube era playstation era i mean i'm much more attached to my gamecube games because i'm nintendo ride or die but yeah Mm. the almost my entire gamecube collection there's i have no boxes for the game so they're sitting on a spindle um but i i did save all the manuals so i have the thousand year Door manual (laughs) Um, wow that's good yeah i actually have it like displayed in my room um on my bookshelf because i i love it so much but as far as games go, I think that I don't have any more. Um, I lost my original Pokemon gold when I was a kid. Mm. I think I left it at a friend's house and never got it back. Um, I had a level 100 for alligator. Wow I trained them yeah. I trained them all the way up myself um, nice. yeah but um, yeah I don't have that game anymore I um, think I think that's, oh, I my I think copy that's the of, big one
0: of heart gold. Heartgold, gold too. I I lent oh. it to my sister and I never oh. I never got it. Back. I do have Heartgold Gold it, sitting
1: around somewhere.
0: It's lost. My copy is lost to oh. time, just because I let somebody else borrow Ugh. it. I
1: just want I just want to get you both pa- the Paper
0: Mario games now. This is so sad. <laughs> if you want to drop a couple hundred dollars, oh, you definitely no. can. That's so much it's money. Like no joke, no joke. Like especially once the uh, Origami King got announced, it's like. The prices went way, oh up man, that game. sucks, so, yeah, um friend of the show Mace, asks uh <laughs> you want us to ask you about Tyler uh what's your favorite thing about Tyler <laughs> so, Gary'll let you go. Gary, I'll let you go first. what's your favorite thing about For Tyler oh
1: my my favorite thing about Tyler is um is uh his questions at the end of radish, oh. but <laughs> wow so thank especially. you no but uh i i my favorite thing about tyler <laughs> seriously is that he's very kind and
0: mm-hmm. very
1: funny
2: because gonna make me cry we're supposed <laughs> to be talking about paper Mario um, here. my yeah.
0: my my favorite thing about tyler is not is just the fact that he's so funny and just so charming and I love all the like weird soundboard stuff that he does on his episodes of Radish, especially like all the like trap remixes of uh The Toad Samples. I often think, yeah, and the toad samples are good. I'm the best. Um, and it's it's lit. It's so lit is, is a fantastic <laughs> game. And then just Tyler in general is just a wonderful, wonderful oh. man. I love it. Tyler's and Tyler's
1: embarrassed. I, I, my, you can't
0: see me. My face
1: is turning red. Can I say? Oh, oh. I just punched my mic.
2: Um, <laughs> can I say nice things about you guys to round it out? Yeah, sure. Sure. Okay. Sure. Uh, starting with Gary, uh, co-host on Kid Nation Nation. I think you've been on more podcasts now than I have in la- the last <laughs> month. Um, just being invited on all sorts of different podcasts, but obviously oh a music virtuoso. Oh, um, thank you and uh rips so hard on oh god yeah oh. I, just the fact that we could be like hey we let's let's find a funny song for this you're <laughs> like no i'm gonna make it in literally three minutes and it blows me away <laughs> it, it's crazy and it's, then it's, and it's then...
1: a fun time is all and i i like supporting my pals uh
2: brand thank uh, you, I, I i just want to echo what you said about me or a very i Your posts on the Discord inspire me to be more kind of open about my feelings and Mm -hmm. um, willing to share that with with friends online that I might might never have met in person, um, Mm -hmm. except over video chat right now. Um, and, and oh, yeah. just <laughs> made, made me a, a softer, a softer rock in general. And, and I, I appreciate that brand and I really do appreciate you inviting me on this podcast.
1: I, I love Nintendo same here. And, and I echo everything that, uh, that Tyler's saying too, about you too,
0: brand. You guys, you guys are first off, Gary, <laughs> you <laughs> you just, you're just so, you're just so, you're such a good, positive pal. Oh, I love you, you both. You. I'm so happy that you guys was too. able to join the the Radish uh Discord and kind of set me down on this path. The thing about like I I do my best in general to to try to be open about my emotions cuz I in the past I've done like a really shitty job of like being emotional. Mm-hmm. And so like I feel like I have to work extra hard to uh sort of not to kind of get a little bit down on the show, but uh, I kind of have to work extra hard to to be more aware of that stuff. And so I think being, being open about it certainly has helped me in the long run. So I, I appreciate that that has not gone. Oh, it's very and, noticed. You know, I just, I just, yeah, I just want to, you know, I want to do my best to, to be as open and honest with people in general. And like, just, you know, I'm not perfect. And sometimes I feel a certain t- kind of way. And maybe some people can relate to that, but, but we're talking about video games, <laughs> most of baby shit yeah. Get that out of here. Um, <laughs> Charlie asks another question. Did you ever do anything weird to a physical copy of a game you had as a kid? I glitched out my copy of Pokemon Emerald by getting a faulty cable to trade Pokemon. And I was so sad that I wrapped it in bubble wrap and tape until it was in a cocoon the size of a softball and hung it next to my bed. So did you guys do anything? The reason, the reason uh, I'm laughing is because I've, I read this uh, on the Discord
1: earlier and it's like the wildest yeah. story I've ever ha- heard. and It's great, Charlie. Thank you. Um, I don't think I ever intentionally did anything to a game. I one time, um, a uh, uh, an old friend's cousin was a huge jerk to me, and um, mm-hmm. I think I had borrowed his copy of Ruby for some reason, and I took the label off of it to, as sort of a yeah. as sort of a fuck you. But um, <laughs> I think that's really the only thing I've ever done to a game. I haven't, uh, and apart from that, I guess I've scratched my games up a bit. I, I really wish mm-hmm. I would have, uh, taken better care of my GameCube games, for sure, because yeah. once they get scratched up, they just don't work anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Tyler? Um, he's, uh, nothing huge,
2: like, you, I mean, I was always, like, the biggest thing to me was, like, quitting Animal Crossing without saving, <laughs> and then having to deal with Resetti. <laughs> um, yeah. What, one thing, one thing that I do want to get off my chest here on this podcast. Uh, at one time, I was visiting a friend's house, and I mm-hmm. saw he had this Yu-Gi-Oh game for the PlayStation 2. And I asked him mm. about it. And he was like, oh, Yu-Gi-Oh? I don't play that anymore. And I was like, my little brother does. <laughs> let me let me take this home. And I uh, took it, and I don't have a little brother. Uh, so I feel super guilty. Yes! Um, if you're listening, his name is Mantis uh sorry for taking your Yu-Gi-Oh game bro i played it once and i did hated you... it yeah i was gonna ask did you ever give it back or was that one <laughs> no uh... because then i'd get too deep in the story what was i supposed to say like oh hey my brother actually <laughs> doesn't like it um then he's like <laughs> he said So,
1: wow
2: i feel like a weight has have... been lifted off my shoulders
0: oh i'm so proud yes, of you uh yeah, I'm proud of you too. I a friend of mine he gave me their copy of Mega Man Battle Network 2 for Game Boy Advance. Fun game. And played through all of it. Yeah, I love the Battle Network series. I, I think I want to do an episode on those at some point. Um, so he he gave it. He quote he gave it to me. But then I beat it, and he's like, "All right, I want my game back." And I was like, "Uh, but you gave it to me." He's <laughs> like, "Yeah." Um, but I want it back. And I was like. <laughs> okay oh, here, God. I, here i guess like it you know i didn't buy the game so i didn't really feel like the need to keep it really yeah necessarily physically other than that like i don't i did my best to like i guess try to take care of my games the best that i could obviously like games got scratched yeah uh manuals got lost things of that nature um i like physically i didn't i don't think i the only thing I think I would do is, like, in Pokemon Gold and Silver, and I think even in, like, Yellow, like, what you could do is, like, there's a way to clone your Pokemon. Yeah. Like, you could, uh, as you're saving the game, you could, like, turn your Game Boy off and, like, turn it back on, and you'd have, like, another one in your box or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I did stuff like that, but nothing, like, to the point where I was, like, physically, like, fucking around with, like, this like the stuff. Yeah. All, all the all the fuckery I did was mostly digital. Like same with like like Animal Crossing GameCube. I would just restart my town all all the time <laughs> uh on that. But um yeah, that's what I did. I think that's all the questions that we have for this show. Damn. Uh so I understand that you guys do a plethora of other stuff, <laughs> so uh Tyler, why don't you go first and tell the people what what is that you do for sure what is it what is a tyler god what what is a paper tyler Tyler? what does a tyler do
2: Um, paper tyler (laughs) (laughs) Paper. um i don't want this to end brand this has been such a fantastic time Mm. Uh, i've really enjoyed talking about Paper mario uh
0: yeah we could we could definitely keep going okay i got
2: another few hours you guys good no i'm I'm just kidding uh you can find me on twitter at tj mink um I also do a few other podcasts. I'm on um, Radish Pod. We were talking a little bit about it earlier. Join our Discord, uh, Radish Discord. Yeah. You can find it at radishstuff.com. This is where I've I've met all this these amazing people. Um, mm-hmm. But also check out the podcast that it was kind of built around. Um, Radish is a show and tell podcast. It's hosted by me and three other doofuses. We bring um, a new thing every single week to talk about um, in this hell world that we're living in right now. <laughs> um, I've even talked mm-hmm. about Bug Fables on there before. Uh, none yeah. of the other people have played Paper Mario and, and Mace is, is, is a turn based enemy-to-any-turn-based game, yeah. so it's been very mm-hmm. great to talk about this with you guys. Um, I'm also on a podcast oh, yeah. with Gary. I'll let him get into it a little bit more um, about a, a watch-through of
1: Kid Nation. Yep. Uh, yeah, I am Gary. Um, I also have thoroughly enjoyed my time here. I love uh having Thank having you. the opportunity to talk about these games makes me so happy i i've yeah. literally done a powerpoint presentation for my friends about uh how much i love thousand year door and why it's the best <laughs> so this nice. is uh nice. this is just absolute bliss for me and again thanks for letting me on here it's been really yeah, fun a- absolutely. Um,
0: absolutely
1: i only recently started doing podcasts um mostly because um i've gotten very close with the the radish boys and um like tyler said check out radish it's a really great show and the people on there are really great people with really showing really great stuff um but yeah tyler and i are on um the world's only kid nation watch along podcast called kid nation nation um kid nation was a reality show back in 2007 on cbs that was about uh the, the hypothetical question, what would happen if you put 40 children in charge of a ghost town and just let them pretty much do whatever and establish a class system? And it's really wacky. <laughs> it's a really fun time to watch through all of that together. And um, yeah, cool things are coming. Um, I'm also in an um, a indie punk band called Shirt Club um we put out an album in february which feels like 10 years ago it's and called it slaps <laughs> oh thank you um yeah.
0: <laughs> one of the top albums of the year for oh, sure thank you um
1: this year is a crazy blur but um yeah if you want to listen to that it's on spotify and uh Bandcamp and all that junk um and you can follow us too on at called band and stuff and i'm also at sukarimi on twitter my personal and if you want to follow uh, Kid Nation's Twitter, uh, Kid Nation Nations Twitter, I should say it's at uh, Kid Nation Pod. We're always posting a bunch of dumb shit there, and it's a good time.
0: It's very. Do you guys also run the the Kid Nation out of context? No, no, no. That's, that's, that's a no. friend of the show. Uh, he he, yeah. he makes he makes okay. fantastic it's memes for sure. Still, yeah, it is. Uh, it's another premium. Oh yeah, it's it's
1: great. Uh he's been he's been um, very supportive of our show as well. It's in. You know, we retweet his stuff.
0: He talks about how our show um, is enjoyable. So <laughs> we appreciate nice, it. Nice. a business partnership. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Uh, I've, of course, been uh, the the host of this program. Um, I just want to say, first off, thank you to everybody who listened to the Animal Crossing episode. It's uh, been kind of surreal. It's been one of my lo- most listened to episodes, and it's kind of nice to be back. Hell yeah. Uh, I think given, given the whole pandemic, like you know shit shit sucks and is really bad right now but i think it's a really prime time to kind of not just focus on the bad of stuff and yeah and to uh kind of have some sort of escape and so what better time to talk about video games than now especially nintendo stuff and things that i love oh yeah uh, man. first off i i just want to say thank you again so much uh both gary and tyler and coming on the show i thank you you know, I am so glad that uh, we were able to kind of wax uh, poetic about Paper Mario. One of my all time like favorite series, um, you know, haven't been as hot on the last few ones. But overall, my experience of those out good are good. Yeah, and outweigh the bad. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Mutant Standard. Uh, we also have uh, Twitter for the show. It's at New Nintendo Cast. Uh, we do have an Instagram at as well. It's uh at uh new nintendo podcast XL, i'm pretty sure i don't post on that instagram as much uh we have we have a facebook page uh that i barely maintain but it exists uh it's out it's out there you can find it um and then i also do another like kind of not live radio show called the uh children's television workshop Mm -hmm. you can find that on mixcloud.com uh slash cruel passage of time uh i just put out an episode uh with a good buddy of mine uh hunts uh about the band ween oh, play a bunch of ween songs. baby yeah uh it's a real a real good time so if you want to check out ween you can um but that that's it y'all um uh, oh i i want to mention real quick because i always i'm so terrible about that uh, the art of the show is by a really good friend of mine, uh, Christina Arwood. Uh, you can find all their art and more, uh, they're on Twitter. They're on Instagram at art by <laughs> pizza face. Definitely <laughs> give them a, a listen, uh, a listen, G- give their art, uh, check out their art. It's incredible. They do a lot of like Kaiju stuff and, Ooh, no, um, hell yeah. just real, like real incredible stuff. Give, give their stuff a, a look and yeah, support the art if you can. Hell yeah. Um, but again, thank you guys so much for coming on the show um my pleasure man uh, as as we always say at the end of the show it's <laughs> please understand
1: <laughs>
0: oh my god that's it please understand.